Okay, hello everyone. Hello, welcome back to Romance of Color. Yes, welcome back to another week of our foolishness and shenanigans. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, indeed. (laughs) Yes, um, last week, thank you all for, first of all, thank you all who are our loyal listeners, because we do actually have some loyal listeners, believe it or not. Um, that join us every week so thank you so much for tuning in again this week and enjoying what Yakini and I have to say um what did we talk about last week oh we talked about bro and sis code yeah I entitled that episode the heart wants what the heart wants that's right and it was based on Ryan from Blacking Chicago having an entanglement with his best friend's baby's mother while the boy allegedly was having cancer, sick and stuff. And then she came out with her own thing and a mess. But yes, we talked about, is this still a bro code? Is this still a sister code? And is it okay to date someone's ex if there have been some time that's lapsed? And, um, you know, I think we all kind of felt like it wasn't okay. But I know yeah. people feel differently. And that's cool. You know? And I think the general consensus, what I got from, especially on like um, Facebook, not Facebook, but Instagram, was that mm-hmm. folks were like, nah, I'm not cool with that. It's not cool. I don't care how much time has passed. Girls and <laughs> guys and girls and people in between were saying mm-hmm. that they weren't feeling that. Um, so, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, it, I mean, hey, the heart, again, the heart wants what it wants sometimes. So, yeah, um, you control it. But, you know, to yeah, each yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's true. Then, yeah, and then in the watching romance, Shakini gave us a walk away from love on Netflix. Yeah. It was really mm-hmm. good. Yeah, that was so cute. I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. And in the books, I gave y'all some books that featured some entanglements. Um, <laughs> the Worst Best Man by Mia Sosa, which I just found out has been optioned to a movie. So, oh, okay. um, congratulations to Mia Sosa for that. And then, um. A nice historical romance, Destiny's Embrace by Beverly Jenkins. Um, also, it features a good old entanglement plot line. So, um, you know, torn between two lovers type of thing. So um, I hope you all pick those up and enjoy them. Um, but um, we're going to get into what are our hot topics this week, Yakini? Okay, so it looks like Meg the Stallion might be dating someone new because she's dropping names and mm-hmm. it might be everyone's favorite uh, villain <laughs> in Black Panther, <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. I don't know how to feel about that. What do you think? Oh my goodness. I don't think it's true based on okay. not, not May the Stallion, but on um, Michael B. Jordan's track record with who he dates. Okay. I just mm-hmm. don't see it being a Meg the Stallion type, and okay. this is and, and not and it has nothing to do with Meg the Stallions being a rapper. It has nothing to do with Meg the Stallions. Uh, the, her aesthetic it has everything okay. to do with Meg the Stallion being black. I'm just gonna say it point blank. Period. Yeah, sure, I don't sure. I, yeah. And she's a very unapologetically black looking woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that if he dated a black woman, it may not be a sister who looks like us. I don't know that that's what he prefers. Right. I think it would be somebody a little more racially ambiguous. Yeah. um, Because that's been his MO. 
Um, yeah. You know, when, remember when Black Panther was out and people was like, oh, him and Lupita got a thing? I was like, yeah, right. Right, yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, and, and now you know good and well that that was never going to happen. Yeah. No, no, no. no. Now, now, I could have... Maybe eaten. later in his career, maybe when he gets older, I don't know what it is about now, but for now, you know, he's kind of doing that cliche thing, but, you know, there might be a point, but no, I was... I also was kind of surprised, and it was for that reason as well. Um, but, you know, we love to speculate. I think Meg just likes to get people's tongues wagging. Meg, yeah. is, uh, Meg is also um, um, openly bisexual. Um, and so she, you know, could, Michael could mm-hmm. be Cole. Michael could be Michelle. You know, we don't know. <laughs> sure, exactly. You know, exactly. Cold, so we I don't I, know. I, I don't know. Stranger things have happened because I, I remember when um, people first heard that Common and Tiffany Haddish were together. I was quite surprised. Yeah. Uh, although they, although of course we've heard that they might be broken up now. But you know, it's not that Tiffany is not his type because you know he dates beautiful black women and yes, you know I always is. thought he kind of liked the earthier type and stuff. But yeah. you know what? I it it appeared to be true and it was and they had a nice relationship. I. That's kind of sad that they they might not be together anymore. But yeah. hey, yeah. but I guess all that to say, sometimes the unexpected does happen. But yeah, Meg Thee Stallion and Michael B. Jordan. I don't think if I was a betting woman, I wouldn't I wouldn't wager any money on that one. I would I would not either. You know, it would be nice, but because I think she deserves mm-hmm. a really nice guy. Um, Me too. I I think that too. Girl. Um, she's a smart girl. She's a witty girl. She's a yes. beautiful girl. You know what I mean? Yes. So she deserves to deal with somebody that's decent and not somebody that would be a backstabbing liar. Like, and a oh, smart girl, too. Correct me if I'm wrong. She either went to college or did some credits and plans to finish because it was her mother's dream. There was something. She is in her last semester of college. That's what it is. And she plans to finish. I just respect that. That's so dope. Because yes. right now she's doing mm-hmm. so well. She's on top of her career. She's one of the top mm-hmm. rappers. She could easily be like, oh, I'm not going to stop, you know, finish college or I don't need this. I love that she appreciates, you know, what it means to have a degree and a business and your own money. That's yes. what's up. Yes. She said she knows that rapping is not going to last forever and yep. that she needs to flip her money in other ways. That's it. Just like like the Rick Rosses and all them. I respect yeah. that. You know, yeah. CI, Diddy, all them, because they don't all make the right decisions with their money mm-hmm. when it's at its peak. Mm-hmm. So shout yeah. out to you, Meg Stallion. Yeah, at uh, an HBCU, Texas, Texas Southern. So, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. more surprising news, girl. <laughs> Lisa Ray. Speaking of flipping your money, Lisa Ray. <laughs> Making the most of your opportunity and money, yeah. Lisa Ray apparently has an OnlyFans. Now tell us about this. Is this like her feet, like Evelyn Lozada, or is she going like butterball? Like what's the deal? Like I think she's going the skimpy lingerie type route. Okay. Um, I don't think she's being nude. I think she's maybe a little semi nude. Um. You know what? I don't know. Maybe I'll look up OnlyFans and see what. How it is. old is Lisa Ray? I I feel that she's a few years older than us, right? She's like in her late forties or maybe early fifties. She's, no? she's in her. Well, yeah, I guess she's in her mid fifties. Oh, mid fifties. <laughs> I thought she was like maybe late forties because she looks so good. Okay, so she's in her mid fifties. 
Okay, so lingerie. I feel like there's a lot of men and women out there who would still pay to see her in that lingerie. What do you think? Because she still looks like Diamond. You know what I'm saying? I think so. I mean, so so here are the prices for her, uh, Lisa Lisa Ray McCoy. Oh, snap. You so her, her, her subscription is $20 a month. Okay. For, for three months, you can get it for $54. Or for okay. six months, $102. Okay. For $30, it's 30 a month. No, 20 a month. Mm-hmm. And then it's 50 for three months. Okay. Yeah, 54 for three months. So I think some did... Is it like video or is it like photos on OnlyFans? Or well, maybe it's little, all it's, of it's, the above? So OnlyFans, before celebrities got a hold of it, I'm going to be honest, uh, was really about, you know, sex workers and, you know, about people making money, you know, yeah, um, having sex, showing their bodies, stripper shows, particularly when okay. strip clubs were closed during the pandemic. Strippers got were it on OnlyFans because but you can have like a live show on there, kind right. of like a cam, mm-hmm, a cam right? right. Or, you can, or you can say, Hey, I have an exclusive, here's an exclusive, and you pay an extra amount of money to um, be on, see the exclusive, yeah, because I know that you can have a general kind of subscription but you can then pay for like private stuff as well right mm-hmm. right, right and that's, or, that's where they make some of their money i think or like yes. more of their money yes or you can like send requests and mm-hmm. you know um say hey i want you to do this do that and then people pay you for that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i mean people people can make a a, a lucrative amount of money doing mm-hmm. own, and it is legitimate you know what i'm saying Sex work. Yeah, I I respect it. I mean, I totally you, know, you know, Erica, uh, Mena, and Safari are each on there and are making their own money, and and it seems like it works for them, you know. And do so they do things together. Yeah, I, are you asking? I'm sorry, you said do they do things together? Yeah, I'm not together. sure. I don't know that their fans want to see them do things together. You know what I mean? I think Erica mm-hmm. had a large fan base of people who were attracted to her before. And Safari has his own fan base that probably after that nude leaked of, of you know, his joint, I'm sure his fan base mm-hmm. increased exponentially. So, yeah, I don't know that their fan base necessarily wants to see them together. I think okay. they probably want to see them. Yeah, so that, that works for them. You know what I'm saying? Um, and mm-hmm. I feel like that's going to kind of tie into what we're going to be talking about a little bit later in terms of yeah. unconventional kind of romances and relationships yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's what's up, Lisa Ray. I would I would not mind a sneak peek um of that and to kind of see what, what all is going on on there. I mean remember you could just like pay for like the month and then cancel it quickly. Yeah, you know it's one of those things where you're it's probably like a recurring payment. You gotta just remember to cancel it and stuff. Yes. yes. So you know, don't don't you know, I'm not gonna lie, I've paid for an OnlyFans a time yeah. or two, you know what I'm saying, to see and certain I- yeah, so and like, I feel like I want, right. It's about supporting them. I think. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I like Lisa Ray. I've always followed her career. I think I first like met her in Players Club, and mm-hmm. then I enjoyed her in a few other projects. Of course, I loved her in Single Ladies and stuff. And you know, she's mm-hmm. just like a strong, confident woman and a woman mm-hmm. of a certain age who just looks good, carries herself well, was married. Right. So you know, she was the first lady. Didn't work out. Kept her head held high. 
Yes. You know, except for that one little time when she snapped on Debrat at the little <laughs> Zoom birthday party and stuff. You know, <laughs> she's so funny. I like her. I I would pay for a month just to kind of see what all's going on and support her and trying to put that little twenty dollars in her pocket because it's nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I wish it could be like a a flat rate to kind of just snoop around. You know what I mean? On all the only fans fans you want to see, but I guess you got to sign up per yeah, per each person. person. Each person has a subscription. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. it, there's no flat fee or whatever. So okay, cool. We can cool. speak of OnlyFans. Um, this brings us to our 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 latest um last hot topic. So, do you know who Passion Jones is? I didn't. I hadn't heard of her until she made the news recently, or made the entertainment news. And who is she? Is she a she's a uh, like a curvy model or something, or a blogger? She's a curvy model, plus size model, influencer. Um, she's been on Instagram for many, many years. Um, she used to be much, much, much heavier, and then she had um VSG surgery, and she lost like a lot of weight. She looks great, but she does. She she's not small to the point of oh my gosh she's like anorexic she's still What's very VSG? is that like um gastric or a yeah, like a sleeve, um the sleeve like to okay yeah she's a beautiful yeah. girl I, I googled her as we spoke mm-hmm. so she's really pretty she does um she she's pretty much the exclusive model for mommy c lingerie and swimwear okay. um mm-hmm. and so she recently came out saying that her and her husband decide to have a polyamorous relationship so she has two husbands now and so um, the internet was set ablaze um mostly because she said they will be on OnlyFans together doing things the three of them or her and one of the husbands yeah okay so people were like oh my god how can she do that whatever whatever Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. Um, you know, the internet was just set up, but the press, especially like people who are like follow kind of like plus size models and plus size fashion and stuff like that. She does like a lot of wig tutorials and stuff too, makeup tutorials. She does all of it, right? So right. to come out and say, Oh my god, I'm polyamorous. They said, Oh my god, uh-huh. we never hear that. You know, that's like, you know, going against, you know, what some of us believe in as your followers and you know, Were people but, knowing her and her husband as kind of like this loving kind of traditional couple? Is that why yeah, everyone was shocked? Yeah, I guess it was surprising. Like, why were they riled up? Just, I, you know, I, I'm just curious. I don't know what they were thinking, but, you know, they have always been like kind of a sexy couple. I'm not, I'm not saying that they're sexy looking together by all means. Right. But I, I mean, I'm not saying they're bad looking. Either. Oh, that, that came out so wrong. <laughs> I'm not saying they're bad looking either. Mm-hmm. But you know, right, they, right. They gave off the vibe that they were very much into each other. I put you that one. But you know, it's interesting because I think, and I guess we can maybe we should go into what this whole polyamorous relationship means because I think that you can be really into your partner, right? Like your, I guess your main person, your husband, your wife, and you're just open to kind of loving another person. Because that's mm-hmm. always been my understanding of a polyamorous relationship. It means that you want to have an intimate or a romantic relationship with more than one person at a time. But it's kind of like not seen as something trashy and sleazy, and it's not like some hit and run, some kind of swinging situation. Well, I don't know. I guess yeah, it's it's but what swinging means. But it's it's kind of like, and I I 
my introduction to, I guess, what polyamorous relationships means um, came this past year because I do have a coworker who um, it's interesting. He used to flirt with me a lot and I would kind of just like disregard it and laugh it off kind of like, eh, yeah, okay. You know, just thinking, you know, he's mm-hmm. one of these guys from work. who just like gets to work and thinks it's cute to flirt, you know, cause we follow each other on Facebook and he has like a whole wife and two children and stuff. Mm-hmm. But one day he said, like we were in my office in a meeting um, and we also were, were friends. Like, this wasn't just, like, out of the blue. Like, he was a coworker who, you know. But he was just like, you know, um, I, have, I don't tell too many people because a lot of people don't understand. But, you know, my wife and I, we have a polyamorous relationship. And I was like, what does that mean? And, you know, he started to talk a little bit more. And I said, oh, do you mean an open, an open marriage? You know, mm-hmm. is that what that is? And um, he quickly was just like, no, 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 you know, um, he was kind of defining an open relationship as like where the parties or the husband or wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, they're free to take on any new partners. Um, but in a polyamorous relationship, he was kind of like, there's consent, there's knowledge, they're aware of one another's partners. There's not interaction, but they don't lie to one another. He just, it was a strange thing. He made it sound all like beautiful and free and uncomplicated. And I, think- I was just looking at him like, is it really beautiful and free and uncomplicated? Cause I don't know how that doesn't get sticky, but he depicts, I didn't ask too many questions and I wish I had because I'm so curious. I at the time didn't want to be too, you know what I mean? I felt like yeah. I wasn't sure why he was sharing it with me. And I got a sense that he was gauging my interest. He was. So therefore I, <laughs> yeah, that was how I, how I understood him bringing this to me. And so I didn't want to appear too interested because I was, I'm not interested in him and I don't want to give any signals that I wasn't. So I kind of was a little more nonchalant, like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Hey, if it works for y'all, I was, like, filled with questions because I've never known that to be something that happens in real life. We see movies of swingers and threesomes and, and you know, in these movies, they never end well. But here's this man sitting here talking about, and if you go to his Facebook, it's apple picking at the farm, like, <laughs> celebrating birthdays with the in-laws. It's a wholesome, traditional-looking family. And he's sitting here telling me, yes, we're polyamorous. The word just sounds all beautiful. But is it beautiful, girl? I, I, I don't know. I think that I, I, I have friends, very close friends of mine, who are polyamorous. But that's not – I think people have different definitions of that. Yeah. Because, yeah. Because yeah. first of all, for them, to be polyamorous means that they're they, the married couple – together bring in somebody for their relationship in the long term so this is somebody oh. that's wait so this is your friend that's how they define polyamorous so they're yeah, sharing someone together okay someone together in the long term like, like a regular person who they're like, able to bring in but I our girlfriend you know what I mean got it got it um, so it's not it's not this you know what your your co-worker was defining is an open relationship if they're not to me, married, that sounds like open. Yeah, right. like where they're allowed to have like he can have a regular girlfriend or a regular love, and she can have a regular boy. Like I was just like, yeah. And if they're not meeting, then if they're not meeting, then that's an open relationship. If they are meeting and they're coming to terms and having rules and all of that stuff, um, that is a polyamorous relationship. You know, well, what he I mean? called his polyamorous, and maybe he just liked how it sounded. Because it sounds pretty and beautiful and and just wonderful, um, 
But what you're describing, that's kind of like a mutual kind of thing they've agreed upon. They're bringing this person. Are they allowed to see that person um, individually, or is it only kind of together? So the key to polyamory is in two words, informed consent. So mm-hmm. you have it has to be informed. The person has to be informed that this person is coming into the relationship. And and nine times out of ten, that person is not going to have it relations with that person without your knowledge. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, they may have relations relations with that person um outside of the marriage, maybe a night or two, but most times you all are together having this relationship together and if you mean the three of you or whatever the four of you whatever um because it doesn't necessarily have to be three people it can be four people right i i i I feel like right i think he liked using polyamorous because the way he kind of explained it was that he didn't want it to sound like it was just a sex thing like he or his wife were just stepping outside for some quick sexual connection he was describing it as kind of he has loving and emotional connections, spiritual right. connections that right. may become physically intimate with other women. And she's allowed to have these emotional connect, Like, you know, and as though maybe if you just use it's an open relationship, people interpret it as something a little bit kind of more wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Um, but I feel like what you're describing makes more sense in terms of it kind of the term polyamorous. But I, I don't know. How does it work for your friends? Are they happy? They they are extremely happy. They've been married almost probably 17 years, and it's been working for them the whole time. So what kinds of things do you do with your, I don't know what to call that person. Does she go to the movies with y'all sometimes? Let's let's get into some definitions while we're at it. So so, So the group of people are called a polycule. So the, the 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 group of people in the polyamorous relationship are called the polycule. So I'm have so group, polycule. I'm just curious. What is the cue? Like a molecule, but P O L. Oh, like a molecule. Okay, got it. A polycule. So you have different types of of polyamory. They have one that's called kitchen table polyamory. That's where everybody's they're like one big family. Everybody gathers for birthdays and holidays and. That's you like know, sister wives or one of those a, shows. Right, right. It's like sister wives, like a family style connection. Okay. Then there are parallel polyamory is when members of individual relationships prefer not to meet or know the details of their partner's other relationship. So that's kind of kind of like having an open relationship, but you don't know who they're having it with. That's kind of how I, what he described. Because even though I didn't get into asking the details, it didn't sound like he knew much about what she had going on or that he shared too much with her. Just that they're honest with each other and say, I, I've met someone. I'm going to be going out to dinner with them. We're going to do drinks and then I'll be home after. That's, right. just, that's crazy to me. But anyway, yeah. And then Right. So it sounded like that. Mm-hmm. Right. And then there's something called solo polyamory, which an individual has or is comfortable with having multiple multiple intimate or romantic or sexual relationships without wanting you know to follow up the natural progression of a relationship they just wait could you could you read that definition again i didn't hear the whole thing a solo polyamory is a style in which an individual has or is comfortable with having 
multiple intimate romantic or sexual relationships without having to cohabitate with any one partner. They don't want a relationship escalator, which means the relationship has to progress from dating to exclusive to being engaged, getting married. Oh, so that, that one is just a, a person who doesn't necessarily want to settle with anyone, but they want to have like loving, um, emotional relationships with multiple people. And they're open about it, but they just kind of don't want to be tied to one person and monogamous to one person. A whore, darling. <laughs> so I was about to say, because that sounds like a lot of young guys I know don't want to necessarily make that commitment, but they want all the perks and benefits of it. But they're, maybe they're honest about it. So that was yeah, like, so, yeah, so low, polyamorous. Yeah, okay. yeah I, have a, I know a guy friend who it just does not want a relationship, does not want relationships, just wants to have, you know, as many women as possible and yeah. does not want it to progress from anything other than sex and that's it. Okay. Okay. And I wonder yeah. if that's even, but does he enjoy kind of like, you know, the relationship things, cooking together, spending nights, watching movies. Is I it think just he, not likes to go home? he likes some of the date stuff without calling it dating. Right, without calling you his girlfriend and right. wanting that with several women and, and enjoying those emotional connections with several women. Right. right. I know someone very well like that as well. Like, he <laughs> enjoys that very much and he enjoys it with multiple women. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know there was a, a, a pretty name for it. Yeah. So what was the middle one called? The first one is kitchen table polyamorous. Parallel polyamorous. Parallel. Okay. Poly. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, there are different, I and mean, everybody has to set their rules. But the thing is, with any of these relationships, you have to have informed consent. So that's mm -hmm. the key. Even if you're doing solo polyamory, you have to tell the other person, hey, look, I'm dating a lot of other people. Yeah. yeah. And if you're not okay with this, then maybe my lifestyle is not for you. And this right. is and I would call a lifestyle. I mean, I mean, this is a lifestyle. Right. Um, I, this this would not be defined as a sexual orientation because you can have multiple sexual orientations operating within a polyamory. You know, right. So, so what does it mean to let's say you're a married couple and you're polyamorous? What would cheating be within the context of that? Is it if you don't have that informed consent that you yes. talked about? Yes, that is cheating. Cheating okay. is not informing the person, hey, I'm going to be with, the thing is you have to be 100% open. I'm with this person. We're going to be together. I've met someone. I wanted you to introduce you to them. I'm interested in this person. I have a crush on this person, blah, 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 blah. That It is constantly having informed consent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And see, that's why, See, I, I often tell people, particularly people who constantly cheat, it'd be easier if you just straight up said, I want to be polyamorous and have yeah. a sin yeah. rather than go around sneaking deep. Because exactly, because you never know the person might agree with it and be exactly. open to it because it's all about being ethical and responsible and, and direct and honest so that you're not hurting the person. I think, though, that the reason why some men, I won't say some men, but I'll say some people don't go that route of being honest and direct is not because they assume the person will say no. Mm -hmm. I wonder if it's not because they themselves know that they can't handle it if in turn their partner says, 
yes, let's be polyamorous, and I'm going to kind of enjoy that as well. Because I don't know that a lot of these men, I'm just going to say men, but who are out here <laughs> cheating, I, as much as they would like their woman to be like, okay, I'm okay with it, let's be a polyamorous, that's not a one-sided polyamory. That means that she also is going to be allowed to go out and have right. sexual intercourse. And I don't know that a lot of people who are, are, can handle that. I can yeah. be wrong. But yeah. I think it's kind of oftentimes that I want my cake and eat it too. I don't yeah. want to be polyamorous because that means that you're going to have another man's penis inside of you. And I'm not no. comfortable with that. Right. Um, because I, you're right. I think a lot of heartache and betrayal and sadness would be eliminated if people from the beginning were very honest about what they want. But in, the, in this society that we live in, it's so hard to do that. Yeah, and there's so much emphasis on having this kind of nuclear family, this heteronormative family that people don't realize there are other ways to live mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. living and living whatever way you choose to live is can be freeing for you. So I don't think I don't think people realize the freedom that comes with just, you know, you know, saying the hell with, you know, normal yeah. religions you know what I mean but that's people you know, who can say to how would normal thing I really right don't. right because I mean like I remember I was talking to a friend of mine once and I, this was a long time ago and I was dating somebody and um <laughs> this is a crazy story I was dating somebody and I was like oh my god like they're terrible at sex right like they, they right they couldn't do like certain things I wanted them to do. And my uh-huh. friend said, well, you should be like me. You should just have a girlfriend too. And I was just like, oh, okay. oh well, I never thought about that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To kind of satisfy your needs because you, know, you like this guy in other ways, but he just couldn't right. satisfy. Like, you know, if, if the guy can't do this, have a girlfriend too. You know, and I'm just like. Did she mean like behind his back or just go ahead no, and No, she said inform them that you have a girlfriend too. Because they're not good at X Y. She's like, she, she's like, there's no, there's no point in like laying around having bad sex if yeah, you're not going to yeah. be happy or whatever. And she said like, the same goes for a guy. If you weren't doing something you want, you want to be done. Be like, hey, I'm going out and get another girl, guy, whatever. Because right. this, is, this is not working for me. You might really like this person and want to yeah. do something with them. But if certain aspects or they're just not very good at certain aspects of certain things, then you, right. know, you need to farm out certain responsibilities to other partners, you know? And right, actually, right. Passion, passion has two husbands. She said they live they live together, they cohabitate, they he's certain, you know, they're he's responsible for certain things, the other guy's responsible for certain things. They're like they he doesn't really she has a child, but he doesn't really um uh discipline the child or anything. He doesn't he's not involved in the raising of the child. Mm-hmm, but anything mm-hmm. having to do with like the home or caring for the home or you know cooking and all of that other stuff that person does. So I mean yeah, well, if it work if it works for you, honey. If it works for you. So I mean, okay, you. so we talked about what polyamory is, we talked mm-hmm. about the difference between that and open relationships. But what about, I guess, another non-conventional situation that couples often consent to, and that's swinging. Like, how do we define that, and where does that fit in? Is that a third category, or is that some element of open relationships or polyamory? 
it's in between, I guess, would be defined as an open relationship with the with the oh, it's like we're into a relationship and we occasionally go out. Because I feel like swinging is more like polyamory than open. Because isn't swinging when a couple picks out someone to bring into their bed or has sex with other couples or something like there's party or is it just oh, but it's a temporary thing. That's just like they have the sex clubs and you may go in (laughs) and you. It's just for recreational purposes. It is it is a form of open oh. relationship, but it's you know it's recreational purposes. We're not trying to form a um, bond or anything with this person. It's just literally. So the polyamory is about love and like real connection, real emotional connection. connection. This is literally so just fulfill something the way a partner fulfills something. You're just seeking it from more than one person. Right. And some people feel that swinging sometimes will strengthen a relationship as well. I don't necessarily believe that, but mm-hmm. I mean, hey, it, it That's, you know, yeah. are very, very happy doing that. But, you know, you know, there are clubs for swinging. Atlanta is probably best known place in the country for quote unquote black swingers. Oh, um, really? Yeah. So, are they like download clubs that are hard to find or are they just like open? Oh, go to the Flamingo. Yeah, they're, they're actually pretty famous clubs. Um, as a I feel like the purpose of swinging is that, well, maybe not the purpose, but if I were to delve into that lifestyle, I would want to be cloaked in anonymity. Like I know that my best friend was describing kind of an experience where her sister, who is like a professional woman, you know, um, in D.C., went to a club and everyone had to wear a mask when they came in. And then mm-hmm. you were encouraged to, to kind of immediately disrobe and have your clothes and be walking around fully naked with a mask. And people were having sex. And there were just, I think I talked about this last season on the podcast, but yeah, there were yeah. like different stations. There was like the whipping station. And then there was like a wax station. And then there was just like kind of like a big orgy thing. There were condoms. Everything was protected. Right. But, and she said she started out kind of shy. She kept on like her little bra, panties, lingerie, just because she was like a little reserved, even with her mask. And she said after like a glass of wine and by the end, she was like fully naked and just like, (laughs) she said she really had a good time. She had sex with someone. She said it was amazing. Uh, I forgot what the point of me bringing this. Oh yeah, it was anonymous. (laughs) She enjoyed that. You know, she's a professional woman and like politics and stuff and um, had a great time, went back another time. Um, And that, and then she had that experience and that was it. So that's amazing. Like these high profile clubs, like I don't want to run into like my boss at work. Ew. The point of that, that, those clubs is if I see you there and you see me there, we see each other, but we ain't telling nobody. (laughs) I still don't want to see, you know, my coworker, but you're right. So it's less about, he's going to go back and tell because he's telling on himself. It's more like. I just want to enjoy this fantasy of mine that's for me or maybe if I went with my partner. But anyway, okay, so swinging is more a little bit of that scene, kind of enjoying for a night a third okay, party or fourth party. There, you know, um, some people make it a habit. Um, mm-hmm. usually, again, usually they're not making... Um, the swinging, though, not necessarily the same person. Right. They're, they're Although I guess it could be. Person. Or, 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 you know, there may be some couples that swing together, um, but it's like an occasional thing. They're not trying to make it a, um, you know, a habit, I guess. They do it. Sure. I mean, they can make it a habit, but they're not trying to do it, you know. 
Right. And I think all these types of arrangements are fine. Like, they're nice ways to kind of explore basically non-monogamous relationships, as long as I think both partners are just honest and communicate and that both want it and that not one is saying they want it just to please the other. Because I don't know if, in the, if that ultimately works. Because how do you feel ultimately, you know, is there resentment? Is, is you know, just as, if it's what you want and it's what he wants, then go enjoy it together. Um, I wish I just know for more, me. Yeah, I wish there were more black people that talked about it because yeah, yeah, or people of color who talked about it because you know it's so taboo. It's so taboo, and and I think you know a lot of us are come from very religious backgrounds, and we don't talk about those things. But you know, TLC got sister wives and all these other people on TV. Like it's nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean, um, Mormons have more than one wife, and yeah, you know, a lot of mm-hmm. Islamic communities have more than one wife. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. more than one husband, you know. I mean, other countries I know do have more. Like I know I dated a Nigerian guy, and he was telling me about how his um, wait, I forgot. Was it that it was like he had his his dad had several wives, but I'm just mm-hmm. trying to remember if it was like a cheating situation or an open situation. I think it was an open situation. Right, That's just so right. complicated to me. I never under, I can barely handle one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, even, you know how when you're initially dating, they encourage you to not put all your eggs in one basket, right. don't keep this all, focusing right. on one guy, and you're supposed to be texting and calling and dating several, and then mm-hmm. as it gets serious with maybe one, you then kind of let go. That never really worked for me, because I don't know. Like, it's hard to divide my attention. I don't want to be doing three, four good morning text messages and texting with three, four people a night and rotating. And I know it's what you're supposed to do. And I encourage young girls to do it. But I just don't. I'm like, I'd rather kind of see how this plays out with you. And if it doesn't, then such and such is next in line. And I see how it plays out with him. I, 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 I wasted a lot of my 20s like that. And then yeah. divorced, and for that period of time when I was divorced, that's how I, you know, dated for the most part. Like, you know, I, yeah. I had more than you know one guy, and, and you know, that's so draining. Going up, getting people. dressed up, doing your makeup, multiple dates. Oh, <laughs> that's too much. <laughs> it's the best way to do it. It really is. <laughs> but yeah, I guess all that to say that you know, you just have to. Uh, what's out there and, honestly, um, I, 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 honestly sometimes I'm like I wish I had another husband only because okay. I'm just mm-hmm. my husband is not a handy person <laughs> so okay. if I had somebody to just do the stuff around the house that yeah no no that, that I feel that I feel because there's some, I mean the reality is that sometimes some guy like I dated a guy and he was just like really fun and just like had swag and was energetic and just brought that youthfulness and it was really cool and I really loved that about him like I really craved that and enjoyed mm-hmm. it but mm-hmm. there were so many qualities he didn't have that I did need and 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 then you date someone else and they have like you said the handy piece and they're a great put and right. I just wish you could kind of roll it all into one you know uh, <laughs> but then sometimes men are needy they they wouldn't be happy with with being shared some men would be I don't know I, I mean. I don't know if they if they have to share you, they might they might be okay. It depends, you know. Yeah, like, I guess it depends on the man. Because some men would, some man. men need a little space themselves and they're okay with it. Mm-hmm. Others kind of want you to themselves all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. I I definitely see what you mean by like because you may not get. I don't think there's any one perfect person, man or woman, who's gonna have every single thing that of you need. Not. 
Mm-mm. And I guess the idea of that kind of whether it's polyamory <clears throat> or polygamy, you're getting those things mm-hmm. all in one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I, it, it would make me feel some sort of way. I don't know how them sister wives be doing it and stuff. Oh my God. Girl, if you ever watched that show, that, them, them women be fighting. <laughs> and I've never watched it because I know how I would be. I don't even know why they would agree to be in that kind of situation if you know that's going to be upsetting. Or had I put you with this way? Some of them had like great careers and jobs, and then gave it up to be like a sister wife. Yeah, raise yeah. kids, have babies, all of that. Because a lot of them, <clears throat> that lifestyle, the 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 polyamory polygamy lifestyle is something that they were also familiar with. Particularly if they were like uh, Mormon or something like that. That comes yeah. from the the dynamic in in the certain sects of Mormonism. Um, mm-hmm. and they're used to it, so they're like, Well, you know, I'm used to having you know 1700 brothers and sisters and stuff like that, you know, right? I, mean, I think when I oh, no, go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, I guess, what I what was interesting about the Passion Jones um revelation is that I feel that when we see these not even necessarily polyamorous because that's kind of a mutual decision and everyone shared. But when you see like these relationships that are like polygamous, it's usually like the man having multiple wives. And mm-hmm. in her case, she had two husbands. And mm-hmm. um, I think that that was refreshing um, because, you know, when you think of a non-traditional <laughs> relationship, it's usually the man who for lack of a better word, but benefits from it or is kind of the head of the power dynamic. And I like to see women kind of getting their needs met in this way and the men who agree to it. I think that's interesting. I wonder what Passion Jones is going to be doing on her um, OnlyFans. Has she gotten into that? Exclusive story times, modeling some of her more revealing lingerie without the pasties and things of that nature. Um, I'll, I'll talk more about her, not about yeah. the husband. I think the, okay. the husband will be on there, but I don't know if she's going to be doing you any, like, sex sex. But Okay. But I don't know. You know. This is like a fashion, um, a fashion YouTube channel. What does she do on there? Do you, uh, for the, for the, I, I have not gone to the, to, to the, um, to the OnlyFans, but her YouTube channel is fashion and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I was asking about the YouTube because I have like oh, a couple right. of favorite it's, YouTubers it's, I watch. It's totally, it's totally safe. Fashion, weight loss, um, you know. Um, okay, no, I was just saying if it might be something I might be really interested in. I have a favorite YouTuber named Aaliyah, Aaliyah's Face. That's off topic, but she does like makeup and some clothing hauls and oh, wig stuff. Like oh, I love okay. her so much. But yeah, yeah, I was just check, wondering if I should check out Passion Jones because I mean, this is how I've been introduced yeah, to her. Right now, so. right now she's doing all her sexy um, Halloween stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll definitely follow her because I like some of the lingerie. You know, I'm a busty girl. So some mm-hmm. of the lingerie, mm-hmm. you know, that I want to get, um, you know, I look to at review it and show you yeah, what it looks like and all that. I, mean, I don't have a I don't have a big bum like she does, but I can see how yeah. certain stuff fits. You know what I mean? So I appreciate yeah. somebody around my size and I can see what they, you know. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So she definitely she does mm-hmm. you know, weight loss. Oh, she's also a savage fancy um ambassador. Oh, is she? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So hair, weight loss, 
you know, all that stuff. So it hurts. Her stuff is safe to look at at, at work. I mean, I mean, some of it is like you know the lingerie, but she mm-hmm, puts on mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So you know. Now, do you watch? I'm sorry, I just changed topics, but I just thought of this. It popped into my head. Do you watch Real Housewives of um, Potomac, or you don't watch that franchise? You know, you know, you know that cast who light skin for me, girl. Yeah, because I remember we came up with this one before, and you said you didn't. Okay, no, I was wondering because there's um, there's a character on there named Ashley Darby Bolch, and she's married to this guy Michael White guy, oh. and um, yeah, no, they basically he's been in the media so much for just getting caught cheating, being caught in hotel rooms with like men, women, just very embarrassing for Ashley. I think I know who you're but, talking about. She's kind of youngish. Yeah, yeah, correct. Correct. Okay. And he's like white and bald. But yes, that's Ashley. She just had a baby. Now she's pregnant with the second. What? But it was interesting this season, mm-hmm, all the problems they've been having. But everyone's been kind of like feeling very much sorry for Ashley these last several seasons. Michael really just be showing his ass. It's very embarrassing. Grabbing. I mean, it's just he's a mess. He's a hot mess, allegedly. Um, but she came out this past season talking about well, you know, guys, I'm basically not a victim. We've, we've always had an open relationship. And so just recently I told Michael I no longer want the open relationship. So, yes, this past time, you know, he shouldn't have done it. But I hadn't really told him. I had just told him I wanted to end the open relationship. And it just kind of seemed convenient. And I, oh, and then she was mm. like, and I'm not innocent. I did my stuff too. You know, I've had my share of other people, of course, because we were open. And people were kind of giving her a side eye, like, this is the first like time we know her. Yeah. Right. And they weren't judging her for saying we've had an open relationship. It just was kind of like, he's been kind of humiliating you publicly and doing these things for all these years. If he was allowed to do it, I'm surprised you didn't Ben say that because then it would be like, he's not cheating. He was kind of out there <laughs> doing his thing. And I don't know what their understanding was, but um, it was just, it was interesting. But now I'm like, now she says she made a decision to just end it. Is that how it goes in polyamorous or open relationships? Can one partner just say, I've had enough and I don't want us to do this anymore. And I wonder you if have the other to, you with... have to come again informed consent. Y'all have to come together and say, no, you don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. One person, it can't be one sided because you, the other person, be like, well, I don't want to stop. Okay. Right. Like, oh, it's over. We're not doing it no more. Excuse me. It's right. not working. Right. Like, this is working it's for me. Working. It's not working for you, you know. See, that's interesting. And I feel yeah. like if you're going to enter into one, those things need to be discussed too. Well, what happens if I've decided that this isn't right and you're enjoying it? How will we handle it? Will we both agree to respect the other who isn't comfortable with it? And will we stop? So, yeah, I mean, the way it played out on the show, her and Michael met up and, you know, he was kind of like, you're right. I'm sorry. We did agree to stop and I didn't, but I'm going to stop now. It was just, it was just really convenient. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I know we both like, mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, uh, I don't know. It was interesting. Very uh, interesting. I, I don't watch Potomac. I, I'm joking about the light skin thing, y'all. But I don't watch Potomac, though. I, I think I <laughs> it's too much to keep up with everything. I got you. Yeah, girl, I start watching Real Housewives. I don't even know. I don't watch I don't watch them anymore. Like, it was just a shame. Oh, you don't even watch Atlanta anymore? No. What? Okay. And, you know, oh. when, I out, when I was out and about, I would see people, of course. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. I, I'd just be like, "Oh, there goes Portia. Right, right. <laughs> there goes, there goes Mimi. There goes Cynthia." What's Portia like in person? Is she really cute and stuff? I see her. I just picture her bubbly and cute. This is so off topic, but let me tell you something. 
that doggone Portia Williams is so drop dead gorgeous. It, it don't make I no sense. I bet she is. And her behind is so I saw good. her oh out. Oh my gosh. I think I was She's at so pretty. Phipps. I think I was at Phipps Plaza. If anybody's familiar with Atlanta and where Phipps Plaza is in Buckhead. Uh-huh. And I can't remember what store I was at, but she was shopping. And um, this was before she had the baby. And so um, she she had on like not a stitch of makeup, girl. Some jeans, hair in a ponytail. And she was killing like she was slaying. Okay. Yeah. She's so, she's yeah. So, like, I mean, I mean, I'm going to put naturally in quotations. <laughs> naturally. Right. But just like that kind of like she could wear makeup, you know, makeup and just be makeup, no and makeup, just really whatever. pretty. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to mm-hmm. talk about any physical enhancements or whatever she's had. Yeah, that's but the, yeah, she had her boots and stuff on, but that's fine. Yeah. That's but the, still... the, point. the point is the girl is pretty. She's fine. Okay. I mean, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? She's fine. You know, she's, yeah. she's, she's a gorgeous, gorgeous, I mean, like, drop dead. I'm like, damn, how she's so pretty with no makeup on. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. Portia. Mm-hmm. I do, too. She's my face. So. And very sweet personality, which is what I like most about her. You know what I mean? Very yeah. sweet, at least on the show and stuff. Yeah, and she was not, you know, sometimes, I'm not going to name no names, but I've been out. I've seen people be rude to staff, rude to people in the stores. She was yeah. She was very nice. May I please? I see like that. Me? You know, can I see that, please? You know, blah blah yeah. blah. Yeah. And you know, she was really kind, and I was like, you know, she's a she's a kind person. She's oh, a kind. I love that. That. Just the way you treat people in service. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you yeah. showed me a lot about how you treat. Yes. Yes, yeah, that is. I'm just so happy to hear that because she's like my favorite housewife, and I pictured her the way that you described, and I'm happy to hear that that's the case because there's nothing more disappointing than really liking a celebrity and kind of even for lack of a better word idolizing them and the mm-hmm. only thing to discover that they're just a bitch or they treat people disrespectfully or they act mm-hmm. like a diva mm-hmm. my sister my older sister she's a nurse and she does like as a side gig she does like lab work for celebrities because she lives in california and just the story she tells of some of these celebrities who were just like nasty nasty mm-hmm. attitude rude disrespectful treat her like quote the help because you know even quote the help you shouldn't treat badly but right. it's just disgusting like some of the celebrities who she said have nasty attitudes like excuse mm-hmm. me like how dare you it takes yeah. nothing to be kind to people it yeah. takes nothing to be kind to people but anyway we don't got far off topic <laughs> But yeah, so okay. so okay. Ashley cleans up all the cheating stuff by saying they had been open for a while, and maybe they had been. But I'm just curious why they hadn't shared that, and it might be like what we talked about previously, kind of that little stigma. You know, they're mm-hmm. not deep down south, but it's Potomac is like Virginia, Maryland area, and maybe yeah. you know it's more traditional and Christian, and it's not as acceptable. But you know, white people already been doing it for years. Right, she was already in this kind of May December romance anyway. The man's older than her. Exactly, it's already non traditional. And white, and so she's, you know, she's kind of like. Yeah. Yeah. As the last element, we swing in two, baby. Yeah. Not only are we interracial and older, we're going to be swinging two. It's just a lot. That's a lot. It is a lot. It is a lot. It is. Jesus. I'm good on that. <laughs> I would, I would, would you have a would you have an extra husband, another husband? Right. Um, I I don't think so. I don't <laughs> think so. Or another wife. I, I I I don't want a whole full situation. Now, if I would, I would sooner be polyamorous 
and have someone who I have on the side when I'm in the mood. But I don't want to hold because when you and I think it's two husbands. That's that's a, a lot of work. That's yeah. a, two different personalities, two moodiness, two people, different kind of dinners on different nights. No, <laughs> but if I were into that, I would want something that's more kind of like the way my coworker described, I guess. But I just think that's hard. Separate dinners. Why can't they eat the same thing? (laughs) Well, you're talking about at the dinner table together, the kitchen, polyamorous? I don't know any men in my life who would agree to that. Because the men I know, mm -mm. mm-mm. They would barely be okay with knowing I have somebody on the side. As long as they don't have to see him or be exposed to him, they damn sure not eat at the dinner table together with me. That would just be some fist flying. I don't know any guys who would do that. But I would, um, I, would, I would only do it if it was Winston Duke. If it was what you said? Winston Duke, specifically. Who, who's that? Winston Duke. Winston Duke and Baku from uh, Black Panther. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> or I would do, like, I would probably have, like, a girlfriend on the side. Do you know what I mean? Like, something yeah. that is just kind of some, for something different and that just variety and just maybe whatever emotional needs she's able to fulfill i mean i don't know uh, probably having a girlfriend on the side is probably easier than an old man on the side you know why women can keep their mouths closed (laughs) women can keep their mouths closed but i see i don't know how i could handle it if he had someone on the side and i think that would be very hard for me um Mm. in fact i know that would be because i'm very territorial i'm not jealous i'm territorial there's a difference Mm. we can talk about that maybe in another podcast but um (laughs) I think it would be hard for me to handle that. And I also would be kind of like having the, the anxieties and the worries. Well, what if she falls mm-hmm. in love with you? What if you fall in love with her? What if you mm-hmm. decide that you want to be with her and then I get left? Like, do you know what I mean? And I think the same, whether it's a open or polyamorous or even swinging with the same woman on a regular basis. What mm-hmm. if you decide that she's the one? Like, do you know what I mean? It would probably evoke some insecurities that could negatively kind of spill over and impact into our relationship. So I think for that reason alone, I need to be with one man. And yeah, I don't think I can handle what comes with it. Mm-hmm. Which movie? That movie I recommended, um, Love, or that was on Netflix. Oh, oh right. Yes, it, yes. You did say it. It touches on. Yes. Yeah, I need to watch that. The whole thing blew up a whole relationship. Yeah. Remember the movie in the 90s? One of Kenya Moore's little first movies and stuff. I think the husband wanted to invite this girl in and what it led to. The movies never make it look like it works. I know couples actually do make it work successfully, but you watch the movies, man, you turn into some fatal attraction stuff. (laughs) I don't know. You asked about swingers clubs in Atlanta. You know, they filmed that at a swingers club in Atlanta. Oh, good. You talking about love? No. Twice. Twice. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I wonder why I can find that movie. I used to have it on VHS. It was for that time. And I think there was a Twa too, but she wasn't in it. She wasn't in it. That was my first, I think that was the first time I had seen, is his name Gary Dorden since like a different world? Gary Dorden. And he's a very good, Jordan, yeah, he's a very good looking man to me. And that was before we knew Kenya's personality and how she acted. And she just was cute and stuff. That was a cute movie. Yeah, that movie was, it was so terribly I acting. mean, for it's a beast movie. It's been boring. <laughs> it's been like four Twa movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they kept it going. And I don't think mm-hmm. they kept many of the same. I think that girl, Monica Calhoun, was in one of them. And stuff. Yeah, she was in that one with one of them with like Brian White, you know, from yeah. Comic Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, that was bad too. Those movies are not good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh Lord. Oh, Lord. Charles, All right, so that, anyway. we're talking about polyamory. We're gonna take a break and uh okay. come back and talk about romance, uh watching romance and reading romance after these messages. We're back. So um, watching romance this week, Yakini, what do you have for us? So I guess in the spirit of kind of unconventional picks, I enjoyed a really, really good movie on Netflix this weekend. Um, it's not super new. It came out in 2017, mm-hmm. and it's called Saturday Church. Mm-hmm. It's called Saturday mm-hmm. Church. It stars a young man named Luca Kane, and it also stars some of the ladies who we know and love from Pose. MJ Rodriguez is in there, India Moore, a couple of other folks. But basically, Saturday Church is about a young man. I believe he's a young man, a boy, I should say. I believe he's supposed to be about 15 in the movie. Really shy, sweet kid, great actor. Mm-hmm. And the movie opens up with him uh, with, at the funeral of his dad, who was in the military. So now he and his brother are being raised by a single mom. She needs to work in order to pay the bills to make ends meet. So she enlists the help of her sister, who is super conservative, um, super religious, super homophobic. And so the young man, his name is Ulysses. Ulysses, mom, dad, younger brother, and everyone basically knows that occasionally he enjoys trying on his mom's clothing, her stockings and things like that. I think he's been Mm. caught doing it. Mm. They've warned him not to, mom has warned him not to do it, not in kind of a homophobic sounding way, but more in a, what are you doing? If that's the life you're choosing, don't, because it's going to be too hard for you. Like it it feels kind of like, please just stop, just get that out of your system. Um, But basically after dad's eyes, she asked the aunt, her, you know, sister for help, and now the sister has come to help, and she just is very verbally abusive, physically abusive, thinks mm-hmm. that she can kind of, like, beat it out of him, whatever mm-hmm. this is. Is he gay? Is he transgender? Ulysses himself doesn't know. He's kind of exploring that at this point. He's just, like, kind of struggling to understand his gender identity Mm-hmm. You know, aunt is extremely abusive to him. The scenes were very hard for me. I don't know if it was because I was PNS this past weekend, but I was like crying so hard. Like it was no, really it's, hard it's, to it's take. A, it's a hard watch. It's a hard. It was watch. a hard watch. Um, he was getting bullied at school by the jocks in the in the gym in the, um the dressing room, not dressing room, in the gym room, whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. And um. He escaped through kind of a lot of fantasy. It's actually a musical. I wasn't expecting that. So the first time he kind of like broke out into like this little musical number, I enjoyed it very much because it kind of lightened a very heavy scene where he was being bullied in the locker room. So there's this kind of like little musical interludes sprinkled throughout the movie. He ends up without kind of giving away too much. He does end up finding acceptance and love in the ballroom community. As we know, you know, that's where a lot of these kind of queer, by trans, you know, young children find that acceptance and that love when they're not getting it at home. And then additionally, he does meet a nice young man with whom he falls in love. 
and fortunately the boy falls in love back with him and it's a very beautiful movie you know after you watch a movie and you enjoy it you start reading the reviews and of course the reviews were like trashing it and tearing it to shreds but I enjoyed it I enjoyed it it was the director Damon Cardassis I think that's how his name is said it was his first it was his directorial debut I thought he did a fantastic job like I said it was very refreshing to see some of the faces that we know from Pose. I enjoyed it very much. It was a wonderful love story, a a wonderful coming-of-age story, and I think we need more movies like this to kind of show people what it's like to live, you know, as this young person who is kind of coming into his sexuality, how it feels from his perspective to be treated that way by his family and by bullies. I just want, you know, the world to kind of, you know, understand that love is love. This is how Ulysses was born, and, you know, by the end, his mom had accepted him, and, um, it was a good movie. I've already revealed and given away too much, but still check it out. Still yeah, check it, was, it out. It was, it was, I, I saw it when it um, hit Netflix and I was, trust me, I was crying and stuff too. So it was Okay, really, so it just was touching. Mm-hmm. It was really touching. Mm-hmm. So good to see, like you said, folks like MJ Rogers with. And stuff. Mm-hmm. It, was, it, was, it was so good. So that was it good. was so good. Yeah, Um, and I'm sorry, it was actually released in 2018. I apologize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Years ago. Yeah. What about you? Are you reading anything good lately? Well, I I still still saw a few things this weekend. I saw Christmas Unwrapped on Lifetime. That was good. Okay. I have that recorded. Was it good? It was produced by Tiffany Haddish. Had Amber Stevens West in it. Super cute. The, the lead, uh-huh. the guy that she was supposed to have the, the love interest with, oh, he was hot. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. He was a good looking guy. And I'm so proud of Tiffany Haddish for me too. Doing this. And it was her. Look, she produced it. I think a black woman wrote it. And then another black woman directed it. And okay. you know, somebody else was like another black. So it was like all these black women involved in this project. Yeah. Nice to see, you know, kind of kick off their, you know, it's a wonderful lifetime uh Christmas mm-hmm. um holiday thing. And oh, um, wonderful. Yeah, just to remind folks, also this weekend, we coming up, they're really kicking off stuff because it's November. Uh, Halloween is over, y'all. So they Christmas, it's time for Christmas. So, mm-hmm. so um <laughs> one world Christmas comes on um Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, and my girl Keisha Knight Pulliam on the first is going to be in a movie called Christmas Aunt on Lifetime. I think she's producing it too. Exactly. Oh, I can't wait. Woo! Yeah. yeah, so it's going to be really, really good. But I am reading some things. So, you know, you're, this topic of polyamory in our reading romance segment here, it jumped, you know, to the forefront of my brain. And so I want to give folks who like friskiness like that um, a chance to read some books with polyamorous romances in it by black folks mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. i want to give number one the nanny by brandy bush another brandy bush recommendation girl okay um, so she wrote that last one that you were like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> um, nanny. and so i'm gonna give y'all a little blurb because i know what people see when they look at me i know what they assume that i'm my kid's nanny that my husband's are my employers. I don't know why it annoys me, but it does. It activates some primal part of me and makes me want to stake a claim on my place in my family. And what better way to do that than to get pregnant again? Besides, trying to get pregnant is a great 
is great for short-term stress relief and that's what i need right now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's a really sex 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 driven book mm-hmm. <laughs> Poly- polyandrous sex driven oh book. my goodness so polyandry mm-hmm. is when you have two husbands polyamory what is it called polyandry is when you have more than one oh husband. okay polyamory is when you have more than one wife or wife okay polyandry you don't see that one too much but that's what we talked about yep. or maybe we do maybe it's just discreet yeah mm-hmm. very discreet and then the other one is by a friend to the podcast savannah frierson we interviewed her last uh time with our writer's profile it's called mm-hmm. um it says ingrid harris has never had a valentine but she's determined to change that this year luckily she has three gorgeous and single housemates she can ask to be her boo for the day, but she doesn't realize asking one can lead to having them all. But only if I don't has- know about no boo in your housemates. That might lead to problems. But go ahead, go on. But why settle for one when she can have three, and maybe for not longer than a day or a night? So it's a series, actually. Um, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. first one in the series. So she has another one, a follow up to that. Um, that one as well. I can't. I forgot the name of it, but it was sounds cute. That sounds very cute. Like sounds like a little light, fun read. Um, no, maybe. In- <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know about all the entanglements with yeah. all your roommates. But you know, yeah, roommates. That's, that's a little tough for a movie. Mm-hmm. And this Tiny little distance. Yeah, this one just came out. Um, the last one, Harbor by Rebecca Witherspoon, also a great, great writer. She does the Cowboys of California series that I really love. Um, which um, the the official book just came out, as a matter of fact, this week. But this one is called Harbor, and it says, Betrayed and set adrift months before she's set to walk down the aisle, Assistant Attorney, District Attorney Brooklyn Lewis suffers an unthinkable loss. It's bad enough that her fiancé is, fiance is violently taken from her, but along with her grief, she must also process the fact that the man of her dreams was unfaithful. Mm. Friends and family want to see her heal, but Brooklyn doesn't know how to move on from the trauma and deception until she discovers that she's not the only one broken by this tragedy. A light in the storm, attorney Vaughn Coleman and his partner Chris Shaw have also lost the love of their lives, who was found lifeless in the same bed as Brooklyn's fiance, taken from them by the same killer. Oh, um, Unmoored by grief, Brooklyn, Chris, and Vaughn fall into a relationship that both fulfills them and threatens to pull them under the waves of guilt, but soon realize that it may take the love of three people to bring their battered ships back to shore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that that's like a little element of mystery in there. Yeah, I like, I like, I like this. There's like a murder mystery at the, at the heart yeah. of it. Yeah. And, and some sex. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm supposed to say. You don't usually get both. I like right, that. Right, right. And I know you so I like that it. a lot. Yeah, you enjoy yeah. a good murder mystery. And so I yes. think you really yes. enjoy, enjoy Rebecca Witherspoon. And her writing is excellent. The banter. Is that how her, she she often does like a little mystery along with like romance? Is that you what know, she does? Rebecca dips her toe in a lot of different genres. Um, okay. So, you know, she has like more lighthearted things. She has, um, you know, serious things. But this uh-huh. is kind of a mix of both. And so um, this is one of her self-published books that are, that are coming out um, to a mainstream publisher. So mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think you would enjoy it. It definitely has like the mystery plus some sex and there are black people. So 
Okay, that sounds everything I need. That's it. Sounds really good. <laughs> so, you know, your lover's killed, and then you get with her two, the uh, the exes. You know, the, his mm-hmm. two men. I mean, woo child. It is woo child. <laughs> <laughs> or woo chile, like that TikTok. How do you say woo oh, chile? <laughs> you see that one? <laughs> interesting today it was, <laughs> I didn't, it was. we had a lot to say i didn't know that we would about polyamory yeah, and i learned know. a lot too and if we got some things wrong please let us know we are not experts yeah either. and so you know forgive us if we're not using the wrong language or the wrong verb yeah. you know let us know you know on twitter on instagram mm-hmm. you know wherever you follow us on the podcast that hey you know I'm in this relationship, but we don't do this or whatever, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so we please. as well. So, you know, we're just going by textbook definitions. That's and, right. Uh, you know, we definitely want to, you know, be well informed because this is a sex positive space. We, yeah. don't, we don't, you know, discredit or harm or you try to use harmful language in any way. So we just want to make sure that we're using the right language. So let us know, you know. Yeah. Everywhere. And I'm glad you said that because more than anything, we just want to be kind of respectful and mm-hmm. I think it's all about learning. And mm-hmm. and if, if there's something we don't know, by all means, educate us and teach us because we are so open to kind of hearing and learning about mm-hmm. in, about your experiences and things mm-hmm. like that. So we, we relish that. So for sure. Look, if anyone mm-hmm. wants to come on the show and talk about their polyandry or polyamory, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. by all means, contact us and we will schedule that'd be awesome that would be so awesome and of course your anonymity is definitely um there we're we would definitely not expose mm-hmm. about guys because we know folks got real jobs out here in these streets and we don't want you For to real lose them. we don't want you to lose them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly you know exactly anyway so thanks everybody for joining us this week mm-hmm. um we'll next week um for something probably uh, even more crazy and different <laughs> from us. <laughs> uh, yes, indeed. Well, everybody have a great week. Stay safe, stay dry, stay inside. Yes, yes, and, yes. And have fun. And have Enjoy fun. your weekend, guys. Be safe. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.